Good evening and welcome to The 100 Club. We are here once again to discuss The 100 and continue our almost long running, I think we're nearly halfway through now, series of squad profiles. This evening we will be looking at the London Spirit, uh, joined by my ever faithful duo, Ollie. Hello. And Rich. Hello. Hi, I'm Tom, and uh, it's been, again, another busy few days in cricket. Um, currently uh, just finishing off uh, a women's in- one-day international. Hope to bring you the result live at the end of this video. Tune in for that if you have. <laughs> <laughs> when you, if when you, you have... stay live, it'll then be about 24 hours out of bed by the time we post it. But <laughs> do, do you want an update, Tom? Do you want an update? Eight yeah, go on. Hit 20, me. Seven required off 22 balls. Oh, it won't even be the end of the video. Should be home, should be home and hosed. Yeah, but if you are watching this and you have access to no other media, well, <laughs> we'll keep you posted. And what's more, you'll need some more media in your life. So do subscribe, comment, like, <laughs> etc. We'd appreciate that. Um, we're here to talk cricket, of course. Uh, women's squad for the London Spirit. So playing out of Lords, and I see we've all got our collars on. That's very good. Yeah, um, our trousers, of course, sir. Um, but. Uh, a squad that looks pretty good on paper. What do you think, Rich? How do you find them? I think it looks a pretty solid so- squad. Um, some significant experience there. I look at the likes of Heather Knight, Deandra Dotton, Tammy Beaumont, who we'll touch on a bit more in a minute. Um, I see some yeah, very experienced players, and I think the, they look, look quite well balanced. Yeah. And what do you think the star player then, Gone? Who's the star player out of that lot? So I just mentioned her briefly then. Uh, I'm going to go with England's Tammy Beaumont. She is currently the number one ranked one-day international batter in the world. Uh, she didn't get a score today, but before today, she'd scored four consecutive half centuries. Uh, pretty good in the T20 format as well. She mm. has just a shy under 1,500 runs in the format. And with the T20s coming up against India in a few weeks' time, I think she's likely to go through that. She's a very experienced player. She's kind of reinvented herself when she came into the side. She was more of a kind of middle-order player with wicketkeeper, you know, originally deputising for Sarah Taylor. But she's kind of turned herself into you know, a specialist opening bat. And what I really like about her as a player is she can absolutely play all around the wicket. When she hit 87 the other day against uh, India, the she scored 38 of her runs on the offside and 49 of her runs on the leg side. Incredibly well balanced. She was scoring all, all across the wicket, uh, which makes her very dangerous in short format cricket as well. So genuine star, top of her game. And I think she's going to go really well in the 100. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a, a proper cricketer can find the gap. And as you say, that's intensely um, valuable in the short format. Um, do you think she'll keep? No, I don't think she'll keep for the... Uh, for the uh, for the spirit, I think uh, Amara Carr will pick up the gloves, but we'll touch on that when we go through the eleven in a minute. Maybe Ollie has different ideas. Well, yeah, absolutely, I've got, I've got her keeping in my eleven, but uh, <laughs> more on that later. Well, well, to will be. Uh, I'll be on selector duties tonight, so <laughs> keep your powder dry. Yeah. Um, this is the um, this is the, another team which is going to be coached by again a. Uh, an experienced coach within the women's game, but someone who hasn't got a vast playing experience in themselves. That's Trevor Griffin. Um, so he's going to be making the the, the real life selection um, duties uh, come game day. Uh, Trevor Griffin, interesting case because uh, up to 2007, he was working in a building society, um, doing a little bit of coaching locally um, around Devon, around the University of Exeter and places like that, Ottery St. Mary club game, very low level. And um, essentially had a bit of an epiphany, a bit of a moment and, 
moved to New Zealand, took up coaching uh, full time and, and, and has run with it ever since. And to increasingly um, successful proportions, um, coaching Sydney down in the Women's Big Bash League uh, and now coming over to the Sunrise as well. And that was seen as a coup for them to get him as the coach. And he's taken that now through with the London Spirit as their coach. So, you know, he's going to know a lot of these players. We've seen it in the other formats, the regional hubs. Um, he's going to he's going to be up against some people that he knows as well. So he's going to know the, both the friendly side and the enemy side, uh, and we'll see how he gets on. But he's got he's got some decent weapons. Um, and as usual with these women's teams, um, there is a good spattering of youth in there as well. So I don't know who you've picked out, Ollie, on the younger side. So, um, so I've, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, Sophie Monroe. Um, she's a right arm, medium pace pace bowler. Um, very young, very you know, not not got a whole heap of experience. Um, but you know, quite a few of these squads have got, kind of got some younger players in that kind of you know, you, you kind of think might just be there, kind of just to be part of the setup and kind of get some experience. But um, but looking at kind of the balance of the squad, if um, if there's going to be some pitches that kind of require a bit of bit of seam up bowling, I think um, I think there's a reasonable chance that Sophie Monroe could play um, a reasonable amount of games uh, in this tournament for the for the Spirit. Um, I say she's um, she's not played a lot of games be- before now, but when you kind of look at the look down the the possible squads, um, the Spirit have got Freya Davis, you know, who kind of be one of the first names on the team sheet. Mm. Uh, I imagine she'll be she'll be taking the new ball. Uh, Deandra Dottin, um, also you know, very good, um, you know, fast medium bowler. But beyond that, they've then got a sort of a number of sort of batting all rounders, and sort of their more experienced sort of batting all rounders tend to bowl tend to bowl off spin. So yeah. if you know if they if they come across you know some slightly greener top wickets that you know are going to take a bit of bit of seam, and they kind of want a you know, third third pace bowler, then yeah. I kind of feel that Sophie Monroe probably. We get a bit of a game, and you know we'll probably probably get a bit more experience, which will probably be quite good for good for her. She's played. She was in action at the weekend for the Lightning in the uh, first round of the Charlotte Edwards Cup. Looked pretty useful, uh, generating a bit of pace, bowling some mm. good in swing. But there's a, th- a fact, a feature of the women's game generally is I think you'll see a lower proportion of seam and, mm. and quicker bowling. Um, I anticipate that carrying through to the hundred. I don't know whether you, whether you think there's an opportunity there for some of these younger fast bowlers. Yeah, I think uh, I, I still think that you can in, in all of these 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 teams you're going to want variation. Yeah, and you know I, I I don't think you can just go into a you know a game just having you know one or two pace options and then a you know just a whole team of of off spinners. Yeah, yeah. Um, change it up at some point. And, and what we do know, even about... if you're not bowling, you know, even if you're not bowling twenty balls, you might just want to get in there and get, you know, just just to mix it up with, you know, somebody who can just come on bowl or five or ten. It's an interesting point. We've just seen India go into the second one day with only two quicks, uh, Pandey and Kuswami, and you know it, they were in the game for a while, but it, ultimately England, spoiler alert, knocked off the runs relatively easily. Yeah. And, and and watching that game tonight, you felt like they could have done with an additional pace option in the attack. Yeah. And, and I mean, they were playing at Sophia Garden. Oh, no, sorry, at County Ground, Taunton tonight, weren't they? So yeah. that's fine. But if you're playing at Lords, like the London Spirit will be playing 50% of the time, um, you might want someone to use the slope a bit. You know, we, you yeah. can see the ball move up the slope or away away from a batter. 
um, quite nicely with a bit of pace, and that can often cause a lot of problems for someone who's not experienced playing in that, mm. on, that on that pitch. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll see how they get on. So let's have a think about the, how they might line up if we can. Um, I don't know, Ollie. Who you've got? Who have you got in your opening batting uh, combo? So I've got uh, I've got Tammy Beaumont opening, uh, and I imagine Rich does too. Uh, I've got her opening with um, Deandra Dotton. I think those two, those yeah. two are up. And it's it's worth saying about Deandra Dotton. I mean, that's a that's a world superstar in in, in the women's game. Supremely powerful. Mm. Um, do you think she's going to be bowl, uh, b batting with all out power going from the first ball, or do you think there'll be a sort of an innings building element to how she approaches this? Well, I wonder whether they'll. I, I, I sort of imagined that if they were going to have one person to go out and try and strike the ball, you know, kind of from, from ball one, it would probably be dotted and, and Beaumont would, you know, would kind of play around to, uh, you know, would, would look to kind of bat, you know, perhaps the longer innings and, you know, be, play less of a power game and more about just, you know, you know going around the, you know, finding the gaps and, you know, playing it, you yeah. know, sort of, you know, sort of 360 cricket, you know, as, as Rich said earlier in his intro, for, you know, Tammy Beaumont can do that. And I think you know, that would be her game, whereas they might, you know, just try and, Get Dotton to go out and try and hit some boundaries early on. Yeah, Dotton smashed 31 today against Pakistan in the T20 International. You know, two fours, two sixes. Yeah, I think she'll be dealing in the boundaries early on. I think Beaumont's got the power to hit, but as you say, I think she's more conventional and she'll look to sort of maybe bat 60, 70 balls into the innings to to, to set it up. And do you mean, does that mean you've got them on the opening pair as well? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, okay. that's a no-brainer. So who, who, who are you following up with? Uh, so I had Heather Knight coming in at three, England captain. Uh, I think very kind of astute cricketer, quite, you know, can play different ways. I think if she comes in very early, she could take advantage of the power play. A bit later, she can rotate the strike. So I would take advantage of her experience there. And then four, five, sort of six is an interesting one. Um, I decided to go with Ailish Cranstone um, at four because she... Uh, opens the batting in the T20s. Um, so I thought we'll take advantage of her being relatively high up the order so she can bring her, her power game to, to bear there and also it's kind of useful that um, all-round option. And then follow it with um, Dipti Sharma, the off-spinning all-rounder at five. And then Chloe Trion, who's a bit more of a finisher, uh, kind of the big hitting South African at six. That's how I sort of saw the, the, the bulk of the batting line lineup. Yeah. Any any disputes with that, Ollie? Uh, I've I've got those those three coming in um, coming in next as well. I had them in a slightly different order. Uh, I think. Do you uh, think there's a bit of the the foreign star getting pushed up the order effect here? Yeah, I th I think I I was having it as um, uh, Sharma then Trion, I think, and then Cranston. But it's you know that's probably a bit harsh on on Cranston, given um, you know, given as you say she she has been opening the batting as well, but. Uh, I think you know it's kind of that feels like you know the the, the middle order is going to be those you know, probably those three you could probably back them in any order really. Yeah, I agree with that. I'll leave it like that for now. But open I'll just, conversation. If I could just make the comment, I think we touched on in one of our earlier videos about strategy, and I think mm. when we do these elevens, we we think in terms of the batting order. But I think what might happen in the hundred is rather than we think of batting orders in terms of one to eleven, it's actually going to be a little bit more like. Who's going to come in at ball 20? Who's going to come in at ball 50? Who's going to come in at ball 70? So if a team finds them, say the London Spirit found themselves like a wicket, two wickets down after 70 balls, at that point, I would say send in Chloe Trion 
you know, for the last gasp. You know, whereas mm. if they find themselves two down in the first over, then it's like, okay, well, maybe Dipti Sharma comes in that situation. Yeah. So I, I think the sides would be a bit fluid depending on when the wickets are falling. Absolutely, and you know mm. what? These are just these are just our. Yeah. Our vehicle for talking about it, but I absolutely <laughs> agree with you. I mean, Trevor Book Griffin, I'm sure, will have his finger on the game management, and I think that is game management, as you say. Um, who's up next in se in seven? As it, uh, sorry, yeah, are we on seven, seven as it stands. Who who we got? Uh, Rich, I, go on. Oh, go on. Well, I was going to say, I I was going to then put in a um, sort of pair of uh, batting all rounders, really. So I had Naomi Yatani and um, Daniel Gibson. Um, as my next pair, again, you know, bowl a bit of um, bit of medium pace as well as being, uh, as well as I think really sort of more batting all rounders. Yeah, well, that's got us down with uh, seven all rounders in a row, as the uh, hundred website has it. <laughs> yeah. We 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 kind of didn't mention it, but Eilish Cranston apparently, you know, well, can bowl a reasonable fast left arm. I think it is, um, but hasn't had much experience. So I sometimes think their uh, descriptions are a little bit generous. But yeah, you know, yeah. plenty of options. Rich, what do you reckon to that? Uh, I'd agree with that. I had Susie Rowe ahead of Danny Gibson um, just for sort of the experience uh, offer, but I think it's kind of a toss-up and I can actually see both of them getting game time during the tournament, depending yeah, on I mean, how they perform. Susie Rowe had five years out of the game, I think, didn't she? Is that right? Um, yeah. And has sort of returned. Um, yeah, that's right. So she's, I think she's 33 now, but yeah, bring, brings that experience to have a gap out of the game. But I think... Uh, She's listed there as a batter on the hundred, but I think she's a she's an all rounder according to Crick Info. You can't win. You can't win. <laughs> <laughs> just, when we, just when we thought we'd found a, an out and out batsman. <laughs> well, uh, sorry, Susie. We'll give you a pause for now. Uh, so let's have a look at the, the the tail. Who's up next? So I had uh, Amara Carr coming in as a um, keeper batter. Yeah, uh, I think she'll come in at number eight, and then my bowling options were then would be Charlie Dean and Freya Davies. Interesting. So Charlie Dean, very talented spinner, Freya Davies, uh, quick bowler. And no place then for Ollie's rising star, Sophie Monroe. Ollie, so I presume you're going to challenge that, are you? Yeah, so I'm, um, I was going to give gloves to, uh, to Tammy Beaumont. Uh, so, uh, so Carl would miss out in my, in my first 11. Um, and I was also going to have um, have Hannah Jones in actually for uh, uh, for Charlie Dean. Okay, uh, not I the Hannah Jones who we've uh, seen playing for the Manchester Originals, of course. This is no. completely different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not. You're not doubling up. No. Okay. I, I can see the. I can see the. Um, uh, sorry, let's put it this way. I don't see the benefit necessarily of having Amara Carr in as a keeper down at eight. If you're going to have a batting keeper, then you're going to have yeah, that high on your order. I think the challenge there is I'm not sure when Tammy Beaumont last kept. Uh, she hasn't kept for a, you know, a few years at least. So whether she'd be happy doing that job or not. You know, Mara keeper, uh, sorry, Mara Carr. <laughs> Mara keeper would be a good name, wouldn't it? Uh, Mara <laughs> Carr, is, she, she, she isn't a, she's not a specialist keeper in the sense that she's, she can't bat. She's no slouch with the bat either. So... Uh, I, I think that many spinners in the team. Uh, I, I want, I want, to, I want somebody who's been keeping day in, day out. And, and Charlie Dean, I'm picking on form. You know, she was exceptional at the weekend. Uh, she's you know, on a good run at the minute. I think she she deserves the starting spot ahead of Hannah Jones. Yeah, well, say, Tom, we're going to be plugging the field well. How many have we got on the pitch? 
<laughs> well, we did have 13 there. I've gone yeah. for, I've dropped Hannah Jones. Um, and I'm afraid um, I'm actually going to keep, I, I like your Monroe logic. Uh, let's give the youngster a chance and, and put it in that way. But that's going to ask quite a lot of people to play multi-role, but I do think that's going to be a common feature of the, um, of the hundred squads. You, you know, they as, as is often said in some cases at the moment, you know, you can't just be one thing in this game. Mm. So you do need to be multi-talented and clearly, you know, beyond batting and bowling, there's also the keeping element. And I, I, I I'll profess, I'd want to know a bit more about, you know, who's going to be able to field in the specialist positions around the pitch as well on mm. some of those players. Um, so Beaumont, Dottin, Knight, Sharma, Cranston, Tryon, Tatani, Gibson, Carr, Davis, Monroe, getting the nod right now. But I feel that there's there's plenty of competition in there. Yeah, it's like a pretty strong top order. I think one of the good batting lineup. Yeah. So wh where are they weaker? I mean, wh who who's how, how are they comparing to some of the other squads we've looked at so far? Well, my my question is about the you know the pace options, which is why yeah. I put Monroe in. Um, you know, but obviously that's putting a lot of, you know potentially workload on very young shoulders. Um, so I don't know. I do wonder if you know they've got quite the you know, quite enough pace bowling. Yeah, I think quality, not quantity, for me. I think in Davies and Dotton, I think they've got you know two very good quicks, and I think they've got some very good bowling around that as well. Um, I wonder about um, maybe it's the power in the lower middle order. You know, if they lose a flurry of wickets late on, you know, who are the people to find the boundaries? But you know, could be well, could be well wrong about that. But I, I like the experience up top. I think there's going to be some some canny cricketers, and they're going to be well led by Heather Knight, um, yeah, England T20 captain. Kind of feels like it, go on. It feels like if they if they don't lose wickets, then kind of like the you know top top three or four are kind of facing most of the most of the hundred balls, then they they could be putting on some pretty big scores. Uh, absolutely, that's what I was going to say. There, you know, I think that batting lineup at the top could be the you know. A, better than anything we've seen so far in my opinion i think um so we'll see how it gets on i mean I th it's up between them and the southern braves for me at the moment in terms of the, the sort of ranking on the, on the women's squads but we're only halfway through we've got another four to do <laughs> <laughs> keep keep with it um but we're not learning plenty and i'll keep that that team see how it turns out in the in the first game which is when for the london spirit and got that hand that's gonna be on the 25th which I think Thank is the Sunday. The Sunday. That uh, Lords uh, is going to be a doubleheader against the Oval Invincibles with the women's game at 11 and the men's game at 2.30. North versus south of the river. Marvellous. Absolutely. Okay. Grudge match. Grudge match. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that one you're going to, Rich? I am. Yeah, I have tickets for me and my family. I'm going to be heading along to that one. Uh, exciting. Uh, but you are your, your allegiances lie north with the London Spirit. Is that right? That's right. I've adopted the London Spirit as my team. Uh, growing up a couple of miles away from Lords, um, but not being a Middlesex fan, strangely, so I've never really supported a team playing out of Lords other than England, of course. So it's going to be quite quite nice having my local team to go and watch during the hundred. Yeah, um, and that's kind of the point, really, with the city-based format, isn't it? You know, it needs to be it's close to lots and lots of people. So you know, draw your draw your lines across the city and. Uh, you know, put your hard hat on for when DeAndre Dotton <laughs> is batting and see how you get on. Well, handily, the, you know, handily, you know, nature has helped us out there and drawn a big, big blue line across London. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you can t 
guess who the uh, guess who the, uh, the the tourist is when he goes to London? Oh well, <laughs> I should just remember what the East Enders opening credits yeah. look like. Um, okay, so exciting times for you. I, I, I trust that'll be a fantastic day. We've also seen today the BBC have announced their schedule. Um, Eighteen matches going to be live on free-to-air telly over here in the UK. If you're not watching over here, then there's going to be plenty of the games, including I think all of the women's games on YouTube. So. Uh, be able to uh, keep up to date with the games live there and hopefully you'll stick along with us as well um, as we preview uh, the rest of the squads and then get into the live coverage itself giving our reactions um, so do let us know what you think down below uh, give us a like please and a subscribe just to keep in touch and then we'll always be in your feed i promise uh until then uh ollie rich thank you very much thank you it's right. been a pleasure we'll have a lovely evening and we'll see you soon thanks bye